Welcome to the podcast, Chronicles of a Contagion, a collection of stories capturing the individual experiences of people as they navigate life during the COVID-19 global pandemic. I'm Stephanie Gaudet, an associate professor at Concordia University, Wisconsin, and a believer in the incredible power of stories to shape the worlds that we live in. If you have a story you'd like to add to this archive, please contact me at stephanie.gaday at gmail.com. S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E dot G-U-E-D-E-T at gmail.com. Welcome to today's episode of Chronicles of a Contagion. We have a guest today, a student from Concordia University, whose semester was interrupted by the um, outbreak of the pandemic, and I've invited her to tell us a little bit about her story and her life uh, since leaving school. Uh, Can you start by telling us a little bit just about yourself? Who are you? (laughs) Um, so I am a freshman, obviously at Concordia, um, and I am studying or I'm majoring in um, social work with a minor in psychology. So everything kind of happening right now is kind of like interesting for me as a social work major, because after this, how am I going to help people? And even now, too. So, yeah. Oh, amazing. Talk a little <laughs> bit more about that. What are the ways through those kind of lens, those future lens that you're looking at with the, Mm -hmm. uh, can you just tell us a little bit more about what you've been noticing from uh, those perspectives? Yeah, well, um, even for my project, I'm interviewing students who are struggling as well, like through this online um, transition. Um, I'd say a lot of what they're experiencing is the social interaction and their learning is being interrupted through that and um and my friend just the other day she she told me that um because she's in like a science-based major as well and she's like I'm used to going to my classes and being able to study really late with my friends and now I'm all alone and I'm not getting that one-on-one um experience with my professors and one-on-one with my friends to help me with the work that I'm doing. So I think there's going to be a lot of um, weird things, even just going back to the normal way of learning too. So um, how do we best help those people? And I think a lot of it's just making them aware that it will be over eventually. Um, We are all in this together. Mm -hmm. Patience is key and just keep that hope, you know? Oh, that's excellent. That's, I love that. Uh, it's interesting that we're having this conversation today because I've just noticed myself for some reason today. I, I mean, I've been aware that it's been difficult for me, but I don't know. I just hit a wall today and Mm -hmm. I, I've had a lot of, uh, zoom meetings with students and I just love seeing everybody's face and hearing from Mm -hmm. them. And I just miss that so much of being in the classroom. I mean, I don't miss driving to work and I don't miss, (laughs) I don't miss putting on, you know, my dress clothes. Uh, but I do miss the, in the interaction and with my pals, my colleagues, it's just, 
today feels very isolating. So I think the work that mm-hmm. you're doing uh, through your project is powerful. And I do think that uh, in ways that we have no, we cannot even imagine what will your profession look like as a result. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? I mean, at the beginning yeah. of the semester, we had no idea that we were mm-hmm. headed. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it really is. So um, one of the things I'm glad you brought up what you're working on for your project, uh, that was going to be one of the questions that I asked is how cool. you were going <laughs> to contribute to the the digital archive. Uh, who, you know, without maybe naming names, but what, can you talk a little bit about the people you selected to interview? Are they yeah. all college students or? Mm-hmm. No, um, I have a few people um, that I'll be interviewing. I already interviewed one person who was a high school senior. Um, I have a couple other people I will be doing. No, I think I already did two. Yeah, I did two. I've done a lot so far. Yeah, Um, excellent. Yeah, and then I have a few college students lined up. I think I did one yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, I'm trying to get a mixture of people. Um, obviously 18 and older, but, um, I just want to see how it affects different schooling and different school environments. Cause I wanted to talk to like students from other colleges and how their school is doing it and mm-hmm. high school and different high schools and that type of thing. So mm-hmm. this yeah. is, this project honestly is going to be great training for what, mm-hmm. uh, and you may even consider doing some publishing of this work. Uh, yeah. so that's why I'm glad you're keeping all of your, information and wrote out your questions in advance. So that's really exciting. Um, But let's, let's turn our focus to you and talk a little bit about, because you are the subject of this, (laughs) this very interview. Uh, In what ways has your life changed? Uh, I mean, besides the obvious, you are not at school anymore, but what are some of the ways that your life, the life that you're living today is almost completely different or very different from when you walked on campus back after a holiday break this year? Yeah, um, it's been kind of, it's nice and it's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because I'm with my family all the time now and I was used to being with my friends all the time. So it's weird not getting like a knock on my dorm from a friend and now it's a knock on the door from my mom or, you know my brothers and I'm like oh okay hey <laughs> um yeah and I think another thing like how my life has changed even when I went to Florida for spring break it was a really weird just because we drove there so we were going through all the states and we were mm. just like washing our hands constantly like when we would stop at gas stations we were just so like our attention was so like heightened. So um, I think just the society and how it's running right now has really changed for me. Um, And just living in it has been kind of, it's frightening, but it's also calming in a way because I know that I'm with the people that I love and everyone's safe so far in my family. So Mm. I'm thankful for that. Yeah, that's nice. It has been difficult. My family is the majority of my family is about three hours away in Illinois mm. and I was able to go see them from a social distance, distant mm-hmm. <laughs> distance last, last weekend. But mm. yeah, that is, it is tough when you're kind of away from the people that are even, even though, like you said, they may not be the same as having your pals at college, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. I'm interested in your trip to Florida. So you did. So you drove rather than fly. Yeah. And uh, you must have just gotten in under the wire before the state closed. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. The beach actually closed the day we left. Wow. So it was honestly like perfect timing. And um, before we went, we even went there, my mom was like checking and making mm-hmm. sure like everything was okay in that area, obviously. Um, and at that time, there wasn't any cases in that specific county that I was in because um, we weren't in southern Florida. Mm-hmm. where everything was kind of going crazy. So right down in Miami. Um, yeah. So we were okay, but it was crazy. Like the day that we left, like we got lucky, honestly, with yeah. um, the timing there. But yeah. It would be, it would be hard to socially distance. I mean, both easy and hard on the beaches, mm-hmm. you know, already people naturally place space, you know, between themselves, yeah. but depending on how crowded it is. Yeah, and the beach that I was at, actually, um, it wasn't too crowded. Everyone was pretty much separated Mm -hmm. um, from each other. I mean, like for us, we made sure that we weren't really by people because we we knew about everything happening. So we were very careful about that stuff. So, Hmm. yeah. What about restaurants? And when you were down there, did you go out at all or were there were the restaurants still open? And Um, well, for us, we obviously to save money um we did a lot more shopping at the grocery store and then making right. food cooking at home mm-hmm. yeah but um when we did stop at like a restaurant there was like a bar on the at the resort that we were at um people were eating in there but we didn't really feel like that was a smart thing to be doing so we sure. just took it out and stuff so um yeah we were trying to be very cautious about everything mm-hmm. That's, that sounds like the new reality Uh, mm-hmm. what are some new uh, routines or events, any kind of rituals, anything that you find yourself doing regularly now that you might not have done before, just kind of as a result of those changes? Um, well, I think, yeah, I think we do a lot less um, going to other places and grabbing food. We do a lot more cooking here. Like we're grilling out a lot um my mom's making more home-cooked meals um but I mean personally for me these changes like I I've gotten a lot more into fitness and actually getting exercise so I'm running every single day just trying to get my mind off of the craziness happening and Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting because when I go outside and I go for runs I actually see people it when I used to go for runs like last summer I wouldn't really see many people outside. So it's just cool because there's still social interaction, even though you're not close to each other, you're still yeah. seeing others still. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it really <laughs> does make you think about how social we are as, as mm-hmm. humans, because even when I'll take my dog out for a walk, I'm almost desperate. Even if it's just someone across the street to see uh-huh. another person walking, you know, their dog. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. And just saying hello to someone yeah, when you yeah. walk by them, it's like, oh, yeah, yay, a person. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, what are, and you've touched on this a little bit, but what are mm-hmm. one or two moments that stand out to you that you've experienced that have surprised you? And that could be good or bad, just something that uh, from this time that you were like, wow. I mean, you did mention when you were traveling how strange it was to just think about 
using the bathrooms and scrubbing mm-hmm. up afterwards. And, uh, but what are some, some moments that when you looked around and thought, this is, this is really different? Um, I think initially I started thinking, wow, this actually is something huge. Like everyone is affected mm-hmm. by this when, um, we, I think I got the email that school was being completely like shut down while I was in Florida. And that's when I kind of like for sure hit me and I'm like, I'm out of state. I still have to go back and get all my stuff, you know? Right. Um, so that was a big moment I'd say. And, um, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, and I was planning on actually traveling again, but by plane and, and I realized, hey, that's probably not a smart thing because I don't want to be spreading anything. I don't want right. to catch anything and then going home and then giving it to my family. And um, I know that I live with my grandparents, so that oh, yeah. is, like, really important to me. Like, I don't want to be risking that type of disease when that mostly affects them, you know? Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's, I think, one of the scariest things through this whole time for me has been the worry for my parents and mm-hmm. uh, they're both my mom is 73 and my dad just turned 77 and it's just that intense worry that that somehow something I'm going to do that which is why I haven't gone home because I don't want to um, risk that and I know my siblings at home have been super careful about you know it's like you want to care for them and I want to take care for them and I want to keep them company or I want to take them food and I want to, mm-hmm. you know, do these, do these things that we normally do for people, but it's that adds that extra fear. Yeah. And I actually, um, through some of our assignments on that, um, I think the Milwaukee archive that mm-hmm. we're reading, I saw something how, um, somebody got like, a knock on their door and it was like these Krispy Kreme donuts or something. And just by giving back in that way, like just by buying something and having it sent to their house, like that could really make yeah. a whole difference, you know? Yeah. Um, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. You're right. Little surprises like that. Yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. that we still care for each other, even mm-hmm. though we can't be with each other. Yeah. Um. What is your biggest hope right now? What hopes do you cling to cling to or what hope? What keeps you going? Um, I think a lot of it is my family and friends, like FaceTiming people every day and just um, continuing to talk about how we're all feeling with everything. And even through the interviews that I'm conducting, like I've just been really clinging on to other people, too, and how they're feeling and just relating with them. Um, my family is a big part of it. Obviously spending a lot of time with God is a huge thing in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so just knowing that we aren't alone and we're, we'll be okay. And I hope that, um, this won't be too long that we're in this quarantine, but I know if it needs to happen, I'm okay with it because then we're able to save more lives and, um, protect those that need to be protected. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, you talked a little bit about your, your faith at a time like this. Uh, Mm -hmm. You want to speak a little bit more to that, how that, how that looks, has that been challenged, you know, is that, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. So my faith, um, I, I mean, I grew up always being a Christian and, um, and even now I think 
when I look at all the devastation and even the hurricanes that have happened and just knowing about a lot of issues in our world, I, I think I've really clung to my hope and faith in Jesus Christ. And I think um, right now, personally, for me, I, I've i actually gotten more into reading the word every day. Like I used to not do it as much. And now I'm really getting into that again. And I think just through that, I'm recognizing that there is hope. And I know that there is a God that's for me and um, is looking out for my family and looking out for the world, you know, and even through these plagues and these tribulations, I think um, there's always something good that comes out of it. And I know that um, he'll deliver us through anything. So, yeah, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the flip side of that, what's your biggest yeah. fear? Mm. What scares yeah. you? I think what scares me is the e- economy like oh, sure. a lot. Um, just knowing how this will affect businesses and even our, our schools. Right. Um, because our schools like, I was talking to a friend of mine who went to Valparaiso University and she said that because she's a science like type major and she's like, I'm scared because now my school, maybe they're not going to be able to get a good amount of money to support science research. And and Mm -hmm. I even worry about that for Concordia. And I think um, because now they're obviously losing money from us not being there um, all the time. So I think. Yeah, and even the people that work for Concordia, too, um, like Sodexo, the people working for them, like, it's just everything is just shutting down, you know, it's not. Yeah. um, And it's affecting small businesses. And I think that's kind of scary to look at. And that's why uh, when we do try to get food, we go to those um, smaller businesses because they need that help a lot. Mm. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've shared a couple times on this podcast that mm-hmm. on one of the rituals that my partner and I have uh, put into our life, and it actually gives mm-hmm. me a lot to look forward to because we're total foodies and we love mm-hmm. part of the reason why we love being in Milwaukee is all the amazing uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, eating options. Uh, so we've been every Friday supporting uh, going somewhere, a local restaurant and uh, doing you know, some kind of takeout and so many of the places have such neat packages and really creative ways of, uh, feeding you and yeah. yeah, And so trying to just at least put some of that money back into the, Mm -hmm. to the local account, because I, I am too scared with what the city will look like, what our world, you know, Mm. just around us, what will still be there, what will still Mm -hmm. be standing. And, um, Yeah. So I I hear you on that. Um, I've just got one more thing that I'd like you to, uh, to think about. Let's pretend that it's years from now and you are, you know, telling your, your uh, little people, whether those are your (laughs) kids, your uh, students, your nieces, your nephews, um, your clients, whoever will be a part of your life about this time, what's something that you would like to, a message you'd like to send to that future self? If we can pretend we're Mm -hmm. putting it in a little time capsule and you could dig that up 20 years from now, what would you, what would you want to be reminded of? Yeah, I think um, I'd want to be reminded of patience. And I think, 
patience is one of the hardest things, especially in a society where everyone's running around busy trying to get things done. And, and now I think telling myself to be patient and be calm, um, not everything is in my control. I can't control everything. Um, so I think I tell future clients, whoever, that things are going to happen and that's inevitable. Like it's going to happen. So just taking it in, think about it, learn about it so that you're not fearful of it is really important. And, um, and obviously for me, just trusting it in God and he'll deliver you through it. Um, yeah, that would be what I would tell my future self or other people. Yeah, that's wonderful. I can see that you are going to have a, uh, a, a really amazing presence in people's lives. And I thank you for that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I have enjoyed this talk very much uh, in the same way that you. I'm glad that you're having the experience of interviewing people. It's, it's selfish for me, really. I mean, I do want to uh, create these stories and archive them. Uh, for posterity's sake and all the other kinds of researchy things, but really it's just mm-hmm. feeding my heart. And I thank you for being a mm-hmm. part of that. 